it's Misty, and this is Lattes and Legends. Happy Sunday morning, my friends. I missed last week. I get it. Um, but here's the deal. So, last Friday, I had done all the research for a new episode. I was ready. And then I ended up going hiking on Sunday. It was just a lot. Last week was kind of... Hmm. Last week was kind of a shit sandwich, I'm not going to lie. And then, when I did not get the podcast recorded, I decided to listen to a podcast I've been listening to. And what I was going to do for my new season, season three of this podcast, another podcast did the episode I wanted to do. So that put a damper on things because I don't ever want to be that person. Like, yes, I understand, like, we all share stories, and there's all some similar podcasts, but I did not want to be like, oh, by the way, I just did this podcast, too. Nope. So I decided to finish up Music Urban Legends this week, as opposed to start a new season on Worldly Urban Legends. So season three will start next week. After I've done research, so I still don't match up with the other podcasts. But, um, yeah, so season three will start next week. Um, hopefully on Sunday. Maybe on Friday. i got to see what's going on. I've been doing lots of hikes on Sunday, so it puts a damper on my recording schedule. But it's fine because I feel great. And I'm outside, and it's awesome to go hiking. So, anyway, Welcome. If you are just joining, this is, is Lattes and Legends. I'm Misty. And you guys can check it out on Facebook. It's Lattes and Legends Podcast. Instagram is Lattes and Legends. Guys, I suck at Instagram. A hundred percent suck. Sorry. Um, Twitter, I pretty much stopped using Twitter. Guys, I don't, I don't know. technologically giving up, which I know is not the best thing to do, but I I can't do it. I can't keep looking at news and politics and I just can't. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, the coffee is brewing currently now that it's 10 a.m., I just need some more. So I'm going to have some coffee in a bit with some of this new creamer I found. It's like some sort of organic vanilla almond milk. It's delicious. You should try it if you like it. Um, My website is lattesandlegendspodcast.com and there are some stickers and coffee mugs there currently. Still working on other things, but I'm busy, guys. I work a gazillion jobs, if you guys haven't noticed. I'm always busy. When I get that time turner, I'll let you guys know. Maybe I'll share it. Um, I also have a Patreon. Um, and it's just went crazy. 
Uh, Patreon is patreon.com slash lattes and legends. And I wanted to share with you guys um, a little bit about next season. So next season, like I said, we'll start probably next week. And I did some deep dives into music urban legends. Like I said, I was influenced by a music history show and I really enjoyed it and decided I needed to be a music historian in my next life. So anyway, that is me finishing up music urban legends today. Next week, next season will be about more of the creepy worldly um, urban legends and not just in the States because I've noticed I have a lot of listeners in other countries and I wanted to get in on that. So that's what we'll have next week. I will not promise you it will be a certain country every week, but um, after I watched a Korean horror film, I decided I'd start with Korea. But anyway, I've got some podcasts I would love to recommend to you guys right now. Uh, Last week, I completely, completely, and totally binged the I Survived podcast. I Survived is a show, I guess. I don't know. I don't have TV. About um, women who have survived serial killers and rapists and the like. And it's pretty intense. So if that's up your alley, you should listen to it. Another podcast that I have been listening to is on Spotify. It's the podcast network and it's just called urban legends. And like I said, they did an urban legend that I wanted to do last week. So you should check it out. Um, of course I always listen to my favorite murder and that's why we drink. And then, Man, Parcast is killing it. They have Crimes of Passion, Cult, and Serial Killers, and Unsolved Murders. So I've been really into those. Once Upon a Crime is awesome. Female Criminals is awesome. And Bring on the Weird is awesome. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, I've been listening to the 27 Club. Oh, man. I just love, love, love that guy. Uh, what's his name? Jake Brennan? Is that his name? I'm the worst. The absolute worst. But anyway, he also does Disgraceland. So if you like Disgraceland, I think that you'll like the 27 Club. Anyway, I'm going to start this rolling after I grab a cup of coffee. I think that's all my notes for right now. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Sorry. Last thing. Who watched Unsolved Mysteries? This is me pausing for you to raise your hand because it's so good. It made me think about childhood and just watching it with my grandma and being terrified to go to sleep. Because this is the same thing for me. Like legit one night I started watching it before bed and then I was like, oh, it's time to go to sleep. No, Mm -mm. no. Um, all lights were off. Every sound I heard, I was like, oh my God, someone's in my house. I'm going to be on Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, it's really good. It got really intense for a little bit and I really enjoyed it. And yeah, so 
you should watch it. And I just heard there's they did announce a new season will be coming out, but I think it will be like more in the fall or winter of this year. Okay. I have it. I have my coffee. All right, so we're gonna finish up talking about music urban legends. And today I got my sources from Wikipedia and a website called whatculture.com. Um, and this final episode is about songs that were either influenced by urban legends or um, influenced by different myths um, in these artists' lives. Okay, so the first one we're going to talk about Tom Petty. Um, and we're going to talk about the song American Girl. So the whole urban legend is that American Girl was tied to the suicide of a University of Florida student who jumped to her death from the balcony of her dorm room. The story originated from the Florida campus with a tour guide supposedly retelling the story and capping it off by making the suggestion that Tom Petty wrote American Girl about it. Hmm. Um... <clears throat> People were like, oh, it's totally true because it happened near Highway 441, which is a reference in the song, and that highway runs right by the University of Florida. So what is the reality is the real question. Let me sip my coffee. All right, so the reality is the lyrics... Um, could possibly be interpreted as a girl who is pretty much fed up by the world and decides to commit suicide. Um, but a lot of people are like, this song is too peppy to even remotely become something morbid. Um, Tom Petty has repeatedly denied that the song American Girl has anything to do with Florida or suicide. He doesn't remember his specific mindset when he was writing the tune, but he said he wrote it while he was living in California, which, if you know anything about geography, is nowhere near Florida. And he wrote it because he heard cars going out, going by outside of his apartment. Um, he said he mentioned Highway 441 because it just makes him feel a little bit more nostalgic, and the song American Girl was supposed to be like a nostalgia type of song about the days of, you know, just being free and relaxing and driving in your Camaro down Highway 441, you know, nostalgia. Um, the students at the University of Florida refused to let this urban legend die. So go listen to that song and see if you feel it. I personally... I don't know. It, that song reminds me a lot of nostalgia and 50s, 60s. Of course, times when I was not born yet, but that's what I always thought about that song. But I don't know. Listen to yourself. Listen for yourself. Amen. Um, okay. This next song I love so very much. I pretty much love all versions of this song, but the Ohio Players are the ones who made it popular for the first time. So the song is Love Roller Coaster. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's 
by the Ohio Players. So the urban legend about Love Roller Coaster is that the 1976 hit was a tune about ups and downs in relationships. According to the urban legend, there's so much more to Love Roller Coaster. Specifically, in the middle of an instrumental portion of the song, you can hear a distinct sound of a woman being murdered. Huh. Yeah, that's the urban legend. There are dozens of versions of how and why this might have found its way into the recording, but the most exciting story claims that the model from the Honey album cover was stabbed to death by the band's member in the control room after they had a fight. So I guess the post, supposedly they were dating. I don't know. Um, so the reality of this is no, no way. Absolutely not. They, the Ohio players did not murder anybody while they were recording, especially like, why would you, why, <laughs> why? Like, where does this stuff come from? Um, the scream was from Billy Beck's keyboard and it's just a sound effect. But still to this day, people are like, oh, no, 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 That's a murder. That's real. Not just a sound effect. Guys, think about technology now. In 1976, they probably didn't, they for sure didn't have the technology we have now, but you would still make sounds with keyboards and guitars and screaming and wailing like, Get a grip, people. They didn't murder anybody. So the next urban legend about a song or songs in this one um, basically has to do with the Foo Fighters songs that were written about Kurt Cobain. Um, so if you know anything about Nirvana, you know that Foo Fighters lead band member is David Grohl and he was in um, Nirvana. So the legend says that about half of the Foo Fighters songs make reference to Kurt Cobain. The two most commonly associated with Kurt Cobain are My Hero and Everlong, both from the album The Color and the Shape. My Hero has a title that just screams um, that Kurt Cobain is the reason that David Grohl is where he is, according to the legend. Um, Everlong is supposedly about Kurt Cobain's battles with drug addiction. Other Foo Fighters songs, The Last Song, M.I.A. and In Your Honor, are mostly linked to Kurt Cobain as well. Here's the reality. Apparently, my hero is about all of David Grohl's childhood heroes and Everlong is a love song written for um, it was written for Dave Grohl's new girlfriend right after he got a divorce from his ex-wife so definitely not about Kurt Cobain um, he did dedicate in your honor to John Kerry in 2004 when he was running for president. 
Um, there's actually one song that's about Kurt Cobain and it's called Friend of a Friend, which Dave wrote when he first joined Nirvana and he um, released it on the Foo Fighters 2005 album. So yeah, that's that. There's a lot of urban legends about um, Nirvana and the Foo Fighters and Courtney Love. There was it was like such a deep dive, and I could have done two episodes on it. So if you guys um, want to see any of that stuff, there's tons of stuff online. Just do a quick search, and you will find so much about. Um, at least Nirvana and Kurt Cobain. And of course there's a conspiracy theories and all that, but we won't get into that. We will however talk about my favorite band of all time. Mm -hmm. That's the Beatles. If you know anything about me, that's the way to my heart is the Beatles. If you want to send some merchandise my way, (laughs) I do have quite the collection of Beatles stuff, but it's currently in a storage shed. So yeah. Anyway, um, the urban legend about um, the recording session of St. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band goes like this. In 1969, the world was really shook up um, because there was a very real myth that Paul McCartney had died in 1966. Um, so that was like three, what, three years earlier? Yeah. Um, because apparently he stormed out of the recording session of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and crashed his car. He had been quietly replaced with a lookalike so the band could keep going without losing any of Paul's fans. <laughs> really bizarre. Really bizarre. Also kind of funny. So the Beatles made constant allusions to Paul's deaths in their Paul's death in their albums but like no one was grieving or anything like that so people were like mm, what I don't know so for starters there's a wreath in the shape of a bass guitar on the album cover of Sgt. Pepper's in memory of the bassist but most convincingly if you do a really 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 close listen at the end of Strawberry Fields Forever, you can hear John Lennon say, I buried Paul. Hmm. So what's the reality of this? Well, guys, Paul McCartney is not dead. So there's that. Um, he's not dead. I've seen him. I saw him in Jacksonville, Florida over the Super Bowl playing the piano. It was amazing. Anyway, um, so that's that. He's not dead. He did not die in 1969. It was all a hoax. Um, and there were, apparently when they were recording Abbey Road and the White Album, there was a lot of tension between the band members. I definitely think this was the time when our good friend Yoko Ono was going, coming into the picture. I don't know, I could be wrong time-wise, but there was some tension. And um, a lot of people thought this tension led to Paul just being like, fuck it, I'm done. 
and the supposed car crash. Anyway, so then there's the John Lennon thing, Strawberry Fields. He claimed that he was actually saying cranberry sauce, but then some others that have listened to it said that he, it sounds like he's saying, I'm very bored. I buried Paul, cranberry sauce, I'm very bored. Um, give it a listen. I'll let you guys decide for yourselves. Um, the next one is also a Beatles song, which you can probably guess if you know anything about the Beatles and anything about the Beatles myths. The song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Is it about LSD? Hmm. So... Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, however, has managed to stay on the top of urban legends and music. People are like, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is LSD. Even today, like people will say, they will say that phrase and that's what they're um, talking about. So mm, the reality is, hmm. There are songs that the Beatles wrote about drugs, of course. Everyone knows they did drugs. Everyone knows they smoked pot. They did acid. They opened up their minds, according to them. So the song, Got to Get You Into My Life, um, Paul said was about smoking pot. But still to this day, the surviving members of the Beatles say that Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is not about LSD. In fact, it's a picture that Julian Lennon drew in school. John Lennon said this about it, quote, Julian came home one day with a picture about a school friend named Lucy. He had sketched some stars in the sky and said it was Lucy in the sky. That's pretty cute. Kids come up with the cutest things. Hmm. Right, so from the Beatles to James Taylor. So James Taylor wrote a lot of um, very tragic songs and died pretty tragically himself. So the urban legend is um, that James Taylor wrote Fire and Rain because of... um, a woman who died in a plane crash on her way to visit him. Her name was Suzanne. Uh, so supposedly some of their friends told her that she needed to go surprise him at one of his concerts. A couple lines into the song say this, quote, just yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone, Suzanne. The plans they made put an end to you and sweet dreams and flying machines in pieces on the ground. All right. So what's the reality of this song? So you know anything about this song? You know, it's divided into three different parts. The first verse is actually about death, but Suzanne wasn't, Suzanne wasn't his girlfriend. She was just a friend whose passing he heard about through the grapevine. The other line, which seems to describe a plane crash, is partly about recuperating from depression and substance abuse spurred on 
by the failure of Taylor's previous band, The Flying Machine. Hmm, okay. So now, my last one is about Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Sorry, my notes are not loading. So there was a long period of time in the 70s and 80s mm -hmm, where parents were blaming music on everything their children were doing. Um, I think this was also along the lines with the satanic panic. I could be wrong, but I think so. So um, heavy metal was called the devil's music at the time, and Judas Priest basically took a lot of backlash for what they were doing. So in 1985, a couple of teenagers entered a suicide pact using a 12-gauge shotgun to do the deed. Their parents opted to blame several lines in the Judas Priest album Stained Class, which according to the parents contained backmasked messages that, that coaxed the boys into killing themselves. They even took it to court, which was not so. So the reality of this is the um, case was dismissed. In court, they played portions of the album, and no one ever heard these quote messages at all. The lead singer of Judas Priest, Rob Halford, commented that um, this really did hurt him that people would think this. Um, and he said, quote, we accept that some people don't like heavy metal, but we can't let them convince us that it's a negative thing and it's destructive. Heavy metal is a friend that gives people great pleasure and enjoyment and helps them through really hard times. Oh. But yeah, these are some of the urban legends about songs that, yeah, I give you a little bit of the reality too. Um, you can do other deep dives with these as well. Like I said, just a simple online search will give you lots of rabbit holes to go down. Um, so yeah, that's about it for today. I know this was kind of draggy, um, but I'm feeling kind of draggy. It's been rainy the last few days and I have not been up perky pepper. Anyway, so next week we'll start the worldly urban legends and they will be a little bit creepier because I am ready to get creepy again. So I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your weekend. I hope you have a great week. Go outside, wear your mask, all of those things that we're doing to try to get life back to a little bit normal. Um, happy weekend. I will talk to you guys soon. And please, whatever you do, go listen to one of these songs. It'll make you feel better. Bye.